0: Thank you. You do what do you take you well, like, right off the bat uh, do you have a like a, a normal daily routine absolutely
1: yeah I take uh so well right off the bat I take athletic greens well like maybe 30 minutes before I in the fast
0: so I like to do intermittent fast in
1: most days um,
0: athletic so, greens is it comparable to like any green supplement it's I mean they say it's comparable to
1: um like vibrant greens that are, whole foods but me, I personally just had, it seemed like Athletic Greens has the most reputable
2: Athletics Athletic Greens t- is the brand. Yeah, Athletic
1: okay. Greens is the brand. So it's, it's got prebiotics, got probiotics, and it's got a long list of other mm-hmm. things in there that I would I would likely be buying individually, and plus the bioavailability of the Athletic Greens, so what I mean, you even have to refrigerate, it. you absorb a lot more than, say, a multivitamin that has. It. Yeah. So your body takes in a lot more. So that, that like pretty much covers all my nutritional bases. That's, let's say I don't have a perfect diet.
0: That's going to cover it for me. From like a micronutrient standpoint. Yeah,
1: Micro and, yeah. micronutrient and mineral standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's got like, I think like 72 different things,
0: Yeah, which
1: a lot of I'd be searching out individually.
0: So that covers a lot. I think uh, before you jump on to the second supplement, for, for people listening, a supplement to me should supplement for what miss it what's missing in your yeah, diet right absolutely yeah so if if you're kind of curious on what you should take well first maybe get a blood test and that kind of inform you that's uh, looking
1: under the hood with the blood test yeah you're, you're that can
0: inform you and then also just your diet what do you what do you do you not eat enough protein in a day all right supplement for. we supplement for what we don't eat yeah. right but ultimately we should be getting most of our nutrition from
1: trying to from food. food of course we're going to get fall short
0: yeah and then there's also the performance uh side of the supplementation yeah. world but What's what's next after athletic rings? So
1: the other the other ones that are, you know, that's high up on the list of importance to me is uh, fish oil. I take with fat, something that has a meal that has fat in it because the mistake that often people make is that they take fish oil but not with fat. So a lot of that isn't absorbed. Same thing that applies. I take to vitamin D and K two that goes with vitamin D because those are ionospheres, They help they help each other absorb. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to take D, you should take K two, um, and most people are very deficient in vitamin D. Well, just because even if we lived outside all the time, um, because we wear clothes, because we, what the um, the temperature might be too cold, and we're not going to get enough vitamin D. And that plays such a it's a hormone that plays labeled as a vitamin it's actually a hormone. It plays such a critical role in overall health mm. that to have ourselves deficient in it leads to pretty catastrophic health consequences
0: yeah and uh you mentioned fat with with certain vitamins and certain supplements um so just to kind of put put it into two families we have fat soluble vitamins or minerals and uh water soluble yeah. right so uh to understand what that means and which ones are which definitely helps with using them yeah rather, For sure, rather yeah. than just putting them in your body yeah. and they're not going to be metabolized right,
1: right? So it's, it, I mean, you'll still absorb some, but if you absorb it with what it's supposed to be absorbed with, you're not wasting money. You're getting a lot more out of each supplement. And as far as what's the most researched, fish oil is very well researched. Vitamin D is, of course, well researched. And then the athletic means what I like about a lot of the things on there, uh, cause there's a whole heap lot of research on as well. But I'm not really much into buying like the speculative type of supplements. Okay. And that... Go either way. There's really nothing that, that identifies it as worthy of taking. It's just
0: hearsay. Right. And uh, it was funny in the level one course, which I bring up quite often on the podcast. One of the only supplements they teach about in the handbook is fish oil. Fish oil, yeah. You know, I was thinking they would have like this long list of like performance boosting yeah. things to get you better fitness and like to increase your strength and X Y Z, but it was yeah. fish oil. Well, fish
1: oil, there's an, I mean, a bunch of amazing th- stuff that results from fish oil. I mean, it's anti-inflammatory, but that also helps mood. That also helps uh, decreases and diminishes the likelihood of anxiety and stress mm. uh, and being able to respond to it better. So it's an antidepressant, one of the most powerful antidepressants you can take, even, even comparable to actual SSRIs and whatnot. So if you, had a, if you had a choice to take on an SSRI and trying fish oil, any day of the week, I try fish oil first, and then if that doesn't work, exercise and fish oil, because mm. that's even more potent than any, even the most powerful. SSR.
0: Yeah, and those omega fatty acids, to my understanding, help that uh, you know blood-brain barrier. They also help with organs like the eyes, yeah. some of the internal the digestive organs, joints, joint health, recovery. Yeah. A lot of good things
1: happen from fish oil. You and,
0: take fish oil. Yeah, I yeah.
1: take fish oil. I mean, it's, it's important to, to note that the quality of fish oil matters. Yes. Yeah. You don't want to just take any of, like, whatever Costco brand fish oil, because if you do, you could be doing more harm than good because the filtration process is expensive. So getting the right brand of fish oil makes, makes a big difference.
2: Yeah, and also part of that is the filtration, like you're saying, making sure they take out all you know harmful yeah. metals or whatever. But then also, if you look at the actual, like, DHA and EPA on yeah. the in the fish oil so that's the numbers of the the uh, fatty acids that are beneficial to us yeah. and a lot of them like the cheap stuff you get at, right you know Walmart or whatever it's Those, get yeah, yeah it's like kind of it's, the right
1: ratio yeah. like,
2: and it'll say like, yeah. and they can just say whatever you know this is 30 days worth but 30 yeah. days of, of right. very low potency so yeah the uh like the stuff we carry, the SFH. SFH has been my favorite for years. Yeah, it's just super potent and the price is good. Yeah. Um, so that's why we carry it, just because that's what I take and it's yeah. um, what I would recommend for.
1: SSH, I believe, has the highest potency out of anything besides yeah. Nordic Naturals, which is another. Yeah. Nordic Naturals, high potency version. Yeah. So if I don't have SFH, I
2: get Nordic Naturals. But yeah. And I think Nordic is a little more expensive because we carried that for a while too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Those yeah. two are
1: well known, yeah, as being some of the best
0: brands
2: out there. You guys ever take like cod or algae, a three I mean, cod
0: oil, like uh, you know from a spoon, like spoon oil? Yeah, that was interesting. I did. I, <laughs> I did rather liquid just do the liquid yeah, uh, yeah,
1: before that's supposed to be a little bit more absorbable, I guess. Yeah, but <laughs> I took that krill oil for a while. I got to just try it out. I guess it's supposed. I mean, the, the theory behind krill oil is that's a smaller species so they're supposed to be less the bigger the species you get with marine
0: life more the contaminants more, the more right. Contaminants are, yeah right on and for for people listening this is obviously a, a health-based supplement but uh nested in your fitness is your health right that's like foundational so if you improve your overall health and wellness um, then whatever you do in terms of fitness is just going to be that much better yeah yeah so that's like more bang for your buck that one of the non-negotiables i think if you are somebody who's you know needing supplementation which most athletes most people in general are who are yeah. lacking something in their diet but especially athletes because we ask so much of our body yeah. and give back a little bit and like the the
2: with the omega-3s and omega-6s <clears throat> most people have very high omega-6s in their diet because they eat grains and sugars and and meat that's been fed grains and sugars and so the meat has really high omega-6s in it which is yeah. an inflammatory and so you're if you're overloading with inflammatory um omega-6s you need to balance that with omega-3 so if you eat like grass-fed uh food and like you know pasture raised like okay. super high quality oh, meats and fish actual
1: wild game
2: right okay. yeah then you're probably not going to need omega-3s as much as yeah. someone who eats at mcdonald's every day yeah oh,
1: the uh so i mean I think to summarize, that, I think the big three, unless you have a perfect diet, like for, for me, would be athletic greens, fish oil, vitamin D. Those are the big three. Yeah. You know, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but I also want should include that's very close behind the big three
0: is creatine.
1: I suspect you guys might agree.
0: Yeah, and so, so now we're kind of for me, we're kind of shifting from, and uh, I'm very similar in my big three, right? Vitamin D. I have Whole Foods multivitamin, so it's not Athletic Greens, but similarly Whole Food based multivitamin, um, and then fish oil. So we're kind of shifting from that general health supplementation to like sport supplementation, right? Well, in a way, the
1: creatine. um, I mean, it's it was initially thought of as just like a performance enhancer. However, it's throughout the studies of it, it's actually not just. It's a daily life enhancer. It helps your brain. It helps. Endurance, it helps uh, strength work. It helps all sorts of things that isn't necessarily
2: even tied to sports performance. So they did, uh, or I saw it two years ago. I don't know when the actual study was, but they did something on creatine that showed it improves people's heart health, but also yeah. reduces the uh, likelihood of cancer just because the um, properties of it. So I don't, I mean, this was right. just something i read.
1: cognitive ability? People do yeah. better on tests. Yeah. So there's a lot that. That's tied to creatine use. That means convincing, you know, compelling for me to want to use it. Yeah,
0: my basic understanding is mo- more on the uh, bodily performance, but I'm definitely interested in hearing more about the other yeah. benefits, right. which I have also heard there are yeah. much more. You know, for for me, I have always found a dramatic increase in my power output when From I'm creatine, when yes. I'm supplementing creatine, especially as a athlete who requires yeah. that in my body. Um, it's, it helps me retain a lot of that lean muscle mass uh, through, you know, we've heard the the word water retention. I'm sure anybody out there has done any research on creatine. And when I was younger, it was like this bad, had this really bad connotation, like, oh, it's just going to bloat you and it's right. not actual muscle. But most of your muscle is water. Like yeah. most of the muscle cell is water. And if you can have a little more fluid that retains nutrients and, and yeah. energy, glycogen, right. that's good. Do you know what I mean? So I think it helps. A, a better way to you say you might whatever.
1: look a little more bloated, but that doesn't mean that you're not also getting stronger and better endurance. Right. So Hydrate like, the it's muscle more like tissue. You're
2: a little more swell too. <laughs> yeah. Which is exactly yeah, like your body.
1: Like you're like the old school, like uh, right, old
0: timey fitness type of yeah. mustache. Um, mustache. Uh, then, uh, you know. So protein protein. I, I put creatine in my protein shake every day, which we haven't even mentioned. Yeah protein supplementation yet, but we can get into that. But yeah, I think that's the most heavily researched and even from a testimonial standpoint, there's the most people using it that have the most positive benefit. Yeah. And I it's think, the cheapest supplement. Right, it's one of
1: the cheapest. It's, it's, it's kind of um, upped in price of late because of the feeding shortage or something. Whatever. All the other that's whatever middle. food shortages. Whatever. <laughs> Not um, <it> all. <laughs> but the other thing is that, that those supplements that we just talked about, to me, are the no-brainers. Like, not even debatable. Right? Right. You should go out and get it if you don't have it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Now, there is something to be said about well, what, I, from what I've gathered that some people are better responders to creatine than others. So, you might, like Tyler, might be able to get a responder because he notices a significant difference. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be as great as a responder to it as Tyler, but I, I don't think that there's any doubt that you'll respond to it somehow. And yeah. considering the, the cost is still pre- pretty cheap compared to. lot of the things out there then it's worth the risk
2: yeah i mean you can get it for 50 cents a day
1: yeah
2: exactly it's pretty good yeah and one burrito from Breast cafe (laughs) in a month (laughs) month. i definitely notice where i notice the biggest difference in creatine is when i get off of it like if i skip it for four days or whatever and then i go to work out i just feel like i have no energy and like comparatively and then when I start taking it again, I'm like, oh, I feel pretty good today. Yeah. Like, now, you, know, you, you just notice your, your like, endurance is better, you're stronger, you feel more. Yeah. yeah. With,
1: with that point being said, though, too, it's, not, it's perhaps a good idea to not just suddenly bite all of these and do them all at once. Because then you don't notice the difference between what works and what doesn't. Right. So maybe if you're intending to get on all of them, maybe try one at a time and then notice a few days after and mm-hmm. you note know the difference. Do I feel more energetic? Do I feel positive? Do I feel more there? And add another one, so you try like the reverse, um, reverse what do you call it? Selection diet or whatever. Right. So adding on and seeing, noting how you feel. Doesn't have to be forever, but even it's good to have awareness of what works and what doesn't.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I take the same supplement. So instead of the athletic greens, I take a whole whole food multivitamin. Yeah. I'm kind of sold on. That you feel a difference from you. Well, I think I'm I'm sold on Athletic Greens. I think. Oh, Athletic oh, yeah. Greens! <laughs> yeah. I think
0: I should switch more to that too because, uh, well, one the v- bioavailability, but I definitely could use more vegetables in my diet. Yeah, vegetables, and that's what I
1: mean. And but the bioavailability is a huge seller for me. But it's also got the probiotics and prebiotics, mm-hmm. which are absolutely an enormous part of, it,
0: of like daily Living. Yeah, health. I mm-hmm. eat a lot of uh, fermented food, so I. I feel like I have that base covered. Yeah. But I don't think most people do or are willing to. So,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I do too. I think mean, I'm an addict of
0: kombucha yeah. and,
1: and uh, kimchi for that matter. But I love my kimchi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll use it all day long. Yeah. Uh, now, the other thing that I think is worth is for me, the other things is sleep supplements. Because I'm not the best sleeper on my own. Um, and there's a whole, there, I mean, there's a whole world of, of nonsense sleep supplements out there. And I know melatonin is one of the most popular ones out there, but as far as the research on it indicates, it's terrible to take in long term.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe
1: there's an argument to be had for very short term, but it's a hormone, so eventually it's going to you're going to be very dependent on it, as opposed to other things that are much safer and more effective.
0: There are things. This is my understanding. There are things that can increase your body's natural production of melatonin yep. that you can take that aren't going to make that you. Illarian. Yeah. Yeah, and theanine and, yeah, uh, and chamomile yeah. and these types of things aren't going to make you dependent on yeah. an exogenous form of
1: plus hormone. and depending on what stage of life you're in i know it, it's never going to help your testosterone production, but it, it can for a lot of people increase it, in fact it will increase the longer you're on it increase estrogen production, which is can can mean some horrific uh, results for a lot of men having an uh, so an increase in estrogen a lot of other things in their life they're going to suffer from that.
0: Yeah, that's a vicious... Sleep in general, if you're not getting quality sleep and then you're trying to just band-aid it with products, it's a vicious cycle of low testosterone, high... Well,
1: estrogen. That, the book, uh, why we, I've mentioned it before in another podcast, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Uh, he's I mean he's a, a Harvard MD and sleep expert and neuroscientist. He goes into extensive detail. I think he has a whole chapter devoted to supplements and also like sedatives, which are terrible. Avoid those at any cost. Like it's, it's, you will never get restorative sleep from any sedatives, like a sleep um, But anyways, he he talks about um, one of the things that he mentioned with melatonin is that even in best case scenario, the most you're gonna get from melatonin is like a two minute increase in falling asleep, but not staying asleep. That's mm-hmm. it. So well, I don't think all the other things that go against taking it is worth having. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the things that you mentioned, like uh, like um, L-theanine. Yeah. That, that's supposed to be, that's supposed to be a really uh, good supplement to take for going to sleep. l there's magnesium, mag, magnesium three and So the other magnesiums aren't bad, but I think the ones that stand above the others is magnesium three and uh, magnesium three and eight helps you fall asleep and stay asleep faster. And then also apigenin, which is the main the main chemical that makes you go to sleep in cannabis. So those are supposed to be the most well-researched as far as being having efficacy
2: with them. Is that uh, ZMA? Have any of you guys taken that? I've taken ZMA magnesium ZMA. for sure. Um, that can be, it can help you, I don't you know, think supposedly it. help you increase Increased testosterone, testosterone too. Sleeping. ZMA,
1: uh, I, I, it's not magnesium 3 in but again, it's not, magnesium 3 and 8 isn't the only one mm. that helps you sleep. It's just, from what I, I've, I've come across, it's... Supposed to most regularly be the most effective.
0: ZMA zinc, magnesium, and vitamin B six in a certain ratio. Yeah. So yeah. that zinc is plays a massive role in testosterone support. So yeah. I think from that side of thing, that's why people say it's like kind of a natural sleep enhancer and testosterone well, booster. That that's
1: another. Since we're talking about it, uh, testosterone. Not to get too Joe Rogan about um, it, but. <laughs> I think once you get a certain age, that you should get your blood work done, right? Because oh, so there's so many people, and this results from the lifestyle you've read, how much sleep you get, um, how much you drink, all sorts of what your diet is. That there's a very good chance that you're on low testosterone, and having low testosterone for men can lead to catastrophic results. Like you'll terrible mood, you'll be depressed, you'll be anxious, you'll sleep terribly. All sorts of things that result from low testosterone. And to replace that, get on a TRT, get it up to, we're not saying sky high levels, but getting up to normal levels of what you should be can be the difference between hating getting up and living life and enjoying life and coming in and being regular with your workouts and not having like a kind of tremendous fallback from just the, the, the mere fact that your testosterone was low. So it's, I think it's worth not just going on and buying testosterone from some guy in the street that's bodybuilder, <laughs> but getting your blood levels checked and actually getting on a regimented program yeah. to get it up like safely. Because this, you want to do this right. You want to have you don't want to just be at your own chemist and then just kind of kind of weaning it on how much testosterone you're taking, but you want to get it to the levels that they should be and kind of treat it with some respect. There,
0: I had a member come in recently. Well, I'm gonna keep anonymous, but. They brought in their lab work, and I sat down with them. And I said, you know, look at my numbers, and uh, this is a, a male, somewhere around 40, right, and works a very, you know, kind of crazy job, and his testosterone is super low compared to his estrogen levels, and he's like, you know, I really don't want to go and do synthetic testosterone, and like, what should I do? And I started talking to him about his lifestyle. I said, all right, list out your week, like, what's it look like? Mm. I come to find out he doesn't sleep. Right. He doesn't eat any meat whatsoever or supplement for the things that are missing from Mm -hmm. a lack of meat, like no, no vitamin D supplementation, no iron, no, all the things we've been talking about. Um, and also because of that has no motivation to work out. So there's no stimulus on the body, like heavy weightlifting, we know helps retain lean muscle mass, boost testosterone and growth hormone when we sleep. So all those things that are naturally going to keep his hormone levels at a healthy spot aren't happening.
1: And then it's a vicious cycle getting yeah. worse and worse, too. Yeah.
0: So it's like all right, you can go two ways, you can put a band aid on it, or you can fix yeah. your lifestyle. That's which a is good, a, hard, a very good point. a hard sell for people but right for me like exhaust all the possibilities first with your lifestyle that they're all going to be positive changes anyway yeah
1: And if you can dial that in before getting on testosterone then that if you do
0: have to still nonetheless it's still then that's really the long. people who really need it because there's yeah. a medical issue right. right but most I think for most athletes in in that age bracket you know we're talking like 35 40 and beyond minimum 35 yeah. Yeah. usually it's like 40 and beyond they're just their lifestyle is not supporting proper hormone right levels anymore
1: there and there could be all sorts of continuing certain for maybe you travel a lot for your job you're always going to jet lag maybe you just have a um, and again it's good to dial in trying to fix sleep trying to fix diet uh, trying to fix those extenuating circumstances that's led to you have it but maybe there's things out of your control like for me for example, I had. I mean, I, I have that IED going up next to me. So it wrecked my endocrine system. So I now, because of that, then I, go, I got my blood levels checked a few years ago. And I had the, um, I mean, I'm not ashamed to admit that they told me I had the testosterone of like a 13 year old girl. <laughs> so, no. I'm like, well, I didn't, I didn't look, I look like I do now. So I was like, that's surprising. Yeah. And so I said, well, set me up. I don't want to have the testosterone of a 13 year old girl anymore. And it did make a big difference for me. Yeah. And that, but that goes to, then you gotta wonder, is it the chicken or the egg, too? Because then, if you do have your, so that's just just a, a, a kind of a debate you need to have yourself. Are you gonna sleep better once you get your testosterone, or can you? Are you able to sleep better and then get your testosterone naturally up by yourself? So it's, it's just questions to consider before you. Like right? you should weigh weigh those cautiously before you're jumping right on. But there's things that you need to have in the back of your head to think about.
0: Yeah, and I think from the general conversation, like the. You know, hormone replacement therapy and that type of stuff transcends just basic supplementation. It's it's kind of in the same family, in the same direction of speech. Yeah. But for most people, it's like there are some basic things like we talked about at the beginning of the episode that there there's not a big risk factor for you to take them, and it's a right, yeah. It's kind of a no brainer. That's like, another step. That's a whole yeah. other step if if you have a medical issue, right? Right, which is worth talking about because there are a handful of you know people out there who who. Are in that situation, yeah. Especially uh, this other guy's a veteran too, you know, yeah. um, and I think, and also a first responder now. So those yeah. lifestyles where your your body is pretty much well, shift work also plays with. He's a
1: first responder, yeah. like staying up late, getting yeah. up early, or something like that.
0: But those experiences, getting blown up and yeah. not sleeping and being under high stress for a very long time, and yeah. not eating well or sleeping well, you know, they they catch up with you, right?
2: I think. It, getting your blood work done regularly too is a good way to sure. stay on top of it. So like I, this this year, so every two years I'm, I just get my blood work done and, um, just to see if there's a decline well, or anything like having that. Having some so,
1: specific details on what's under the hood right. can guide you in the way of what supplements you should be taking in the first place too. Right,
2: yeah. Um, but, and that reminds me too, like when you work out a lot, you do need more iron than most people and, and that's something I've seen at, I don't want to say commonly but I've seen a decent amount of cases where people are low in iron and they just um, get that anemia and, and stuff like that so yeah. that's something to look out for too Is iron you might need an iron supplementation especially
0: yeah. if you're not eating red meat or right. really you know good quality seafood or right uh, and you can get it from other sources but it's most potent and concentrated in red meat so
1: if you're if you're having a uh, you know high percentage of meat in your diet, it's a lot easier for
0: you to eat healthy. Yeah.
1: If you're if you're if not to say it's possible, but if you're a vegan, let's say, um, you're it's going to be somewhat of an uphill battle. So
0: I, I would caveat maybe not healthy, but um complete. Complete. Yeah. I would say that word because well, I think complete for some it is
1: healthy. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. I hear you. Yeah. I think yeah. for some people's bodies it works with with certain foods, right? But if you're if you're cutting out a whole food group, yeah. There's things in there that you that your body still needs, you know?
2: and all, and also like I think a lot of people if they're eating McDonald's and Taco Bell every day and then processed they food, yeah and, and know, then they so. go to a whole food vegan diet like that's going to be better than what they're eating, um, and so they'll probably see huge results just which, cleaning up stuff, yeah. yeah which just adding vegetables is going to be good for everybody, you know. But um, so I'd say you could see like a lot of like gains from eating vegan if you're um, eating like crap, you know. Right. So, and you see that a lot in like just anecdotal testimonials and movies right. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: They, they all people. I don't want to say they as in, like pro right? yeah. as this as yeah. profiling, but anybody who's on a specific strict, if you're going keto, if you're a carnivore, if you're vegan, vegetarian, whatever it is, there's going to be things missing from whatever food group you cut out. Yeah. So you sh- you shouldn't just Completely demonize Oh, meat's all bad. There's good things in meat, and that's why we eat it. Or vegetables are all yeah. bad. There's good things in vegetables, that's why we eat them. But if you're cutting those out of your diet for whatever reason, understand what micronutrients you're going to miss from it, yeah. In supplement form or macronutrients, right? Yeah. Like a protein deficiency. If you don't eat any meat, you don't eat any eggs, and no dairy, and you don't and you don't supplement protein, and you're asking a lot of your body, where's it going to come from? Right. You just <laughs> I'm not going to get into the uh, protein of vegetables issue, but um,
1: there's just no hardly any bioavailability, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of
0: amino acids, but from just getting a, a raw density of protein intake, right? We need to either supplement for it or change your diet.
1: Now, with that being said, here's what it's a little bit confusing for me, <clears throat> as far as the maybe the the vegan moralistic standpoint. But if we're thinking of something like eggs, eggs, I think is a free lunch. There's nothing in an egg, it's just, it's not, there's no life in it, but you can still get the protein of an egg without having to worry about whatever animal is suffering, Because it's nothing. Nothing, nothing at all, except for protein.
0: It's a potential something.
1: But s- it's not, no, it could, <laughs> but it's
0: actually not. Yeah. Sorry, oh, I think there's something. Chicken the chicken or the egg. Yeah. <laughs> <Are laughs> Take both, please. It, it, it didn't happen. Chicken, right and, chicken and waffles. Right. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's worth
1: it's worth thinking about it. Yeah. And while we're on the
0: eggs, I know we're on supplements, but for most people, this is me. You should eat the yolks and the eggs because that's where a lot yeah. of nutrition is. Oh yeah. Yeah, we could probably do a whole episode on episode on, on dispelling, like oh, old guard yeah. nutrition advice, like right. fat free, no salt. Yeah. All no these no egg yolks. These
1: fads that came in, and went still people latch on. To
0: still sure. people latch yeah. on to them. Yeah. Sodium's a big one. Here's, in terms of supplementation, electrolytes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, especially like a summer like this, if you're just completely drenched every day you work out and all you're drinking is water and coffee. You are. You're going to be drained. You're going to be drained. Pissing out everything.
1: There's actually, I mentioned this before, but Huberman Lab just recently, but Andrew Huberman, the Stanford neuroscientist, he's got an excellent podcast. You guys should check it out. Shout out to Andrew Huberman. He's probably listening. (laughs) Probably listening. (laughs) That's me. But he just did a uh, podcast regarding... (laughs) We'll probably be on there next time. (laughs) Shout out to each other. Uh, He just did a podcast regarding all about electrolytes and sodium and how it's villainized even though it shouldn't be. Like being on a regimented sodium or a salt program, knowing what you're doing and when you do it and how much you do, it it works very much so in your favor to perform at your best. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I salt all my food because I know I burn through it yeah. when I exercise and I ask a lot of my body. Yeah. But I'm not afraid of salt. And I think there is overdoing it, and overdoing it can be dangerous too, but I think yeah. most athletes in particular. Are I mean, if you
1: have hypertension, then it's, you need to do some self-investigation how much is too much, but it doesn't change the fact that you need some salt. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, we kind of skipped over... I wanted to bring up during the the sleep part because we kind of skipped over this. But what do you guys think about CBD? Have you had any personal experiences? Or I I know I have, but I I
1: tried to um, benefit from CBD, but I I haven't really noticed much of it myself. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't work, but maybe I'm just not a responder to it like some people. Mm. There's definitely truth in the fact that some people respond better to things than others. Yeah, I'm not knocking it. Just personally, I haven't seen much.
0: Cause that's like when we talk supplements, like there's those like fad supplements, you know, they, they yeah. come like a couple of years ago, it was like beta alanine, which is an awesome supplement right. but, and then it's like CBD and it's like, all right, this is the miracle yeah. powder you're going to buy and it's going to fix all your ailments, you right. know, like panacea. Um,
1: what did you have? What's your experience with CBD? I,
0: I've found good benefit in terms of falling asleep, but I don't have any data to back up that the quality of sleep was any better. Yeah. I don't have issues falling asleep either, but like I can lay down and 30 seconds later I'm asleep. But with CBD, I lay down five seconds later I'm asleep. <laughs> that extra seconds matters. <laughs> matters. It matters, <laughs> man. But it's, it's like I shut my eyes and it's lights yeah. out. Like I, there's not, I don't even remember falling asleep.
1: Well, I, I think there's something to be said because the placebo effect is a powerful effect in itself. And if you do think something works, then don't trick yourself into it not working. Mm-hmm. Run with it for all your worth and that thing will work. Right. Like that's one of the most potent effects in all of medicine. Is the placebo
0: effect. A lot of times, I look to as a CrossFitter. I'm gonna look to like, all right, what is Matt Fraser taking? What is Tia claire taking? Yeah. What are the people at the top of the game okay. taking? Uh, maybe I don't need all the stuff they need, right? Because it's an individual basis. But like, I know Matt frazier and Tia drink CBD before bed every night. And, and what they are say it, what it are they
1: commonly all taking? Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, across the board. Yeah. Right, fish oil, some sort of green supplement or multivitamin that's right. whole foods based and not just like nature value by it CVS. Right. Um most of them are taking creatine and protein either post workout or throughout the day to supplement food yeah. that they're not eating or um and then yeah the performance ones like beta alanine and we can get into pre workout if you guys are Yeah
1: I'm down for it. we didn't no, talk about I'm caffeine all, yet. All about supplement. Yeah you my know,
2: my uh experience with pre workout is that there's the like mental side of things where all it is is caffeine. Like if you yeah. look at a lot of pre workouts, all that all it is is just a ton of caffeine, and it won't actually improve your performance at all. Yeah. Um, and so that's something to look out for. Is your is your pre workout just sugar and right food coloring and, and uh, caffeine and If it has a
1: proprietary blend in it, that's something to be skeptical of. Right. But if it has all like proven ingredients,
0: it has yeah. to be some research in it. Mm-hmm. And, and there are good ones and bad ones. Yeah. yeah like
2: the mm-hmm. active um, you know, amino acids or something like that um, in pre-workouts is going to be beneficial. Like beta alanine, yeah. you know, you know that's like a vasodilator where it's going to actually improve your performance. Or how much
1: caffeine is in it. If you're right. talking about 300 milligrams versus whatever, 150. Yeah. After overdoing it, especially if you combine that with are you a poor sleeper or are you a good sleeper? Mm-hmm. And the timing of when you take things is important too. Yeah. I know for me personally, like I've try and refuse to take any caffeine after I mean, let's say one o'clock is drop dead time i'm going to take any because i know it's going to affect my sleep yeah. so if you have problems sleeping do yourself a favor and take it earlier even if that means you're going to come at five o'clock in the afternoon and not take ha- a pre-workout yeah because on the other end of that you'll sleep better with the result better mm-hmm. and better performance anyways
0: and i would yeah. take this kind of like what we did with the. hormone replacement i would take this one step further and say when we dig into caffeine this is no longer really just supplementation this is a drug yep absolutely you're a bunch of drug addicts (laughs) we are we're all all all, picking the right drugs right not eric eric hates caffeine i don't
2: i don't take pre-workouts or caffeine just because it's i don't know i've never i've never had a need for it and like the few times that i have experimented with pre-workout i've had bad results and like in the open I'm like I want to crush this workout I'm gonna like take it take some good workout and then I do the workout and end up getting nauseous and puking yeah
0: jittery and yeah yeah I mean it's different for everybody and like for me personally I, I like having a little bit of an energy boost uh after you know I've coached four or five classes maybe I've done a couple of PT sessions I've been on my feet for seven or eight hours and now I'm gonna do my workout yeah so it makes sense for me in my head to take a little extra uh, boost. You, know, you a little also bit. sleep like a baby. Most I times, sleep great. Right. And I eat really so well. I do the other thing. Things. And, later, right. yeah. Yeah. and, and then, this yeah. is like one o'clock in the afternoon. So it's not like I'm going to be taking it at 7 p.m. and then yeah. working out and then not being able to fall asleep.
1: Well, as far as uh, one quick little bit about that, too, is that even at your timing of caffeine, as far as if you wake up and you take caffeine right away, it's not going to be as effective. And this isn't speculative either. This has been well researched is that if you wait 90 minutes to 120 minutes after you wake up, you're going to be timing it with your cortisol levels rising. And then, I mean, your cortisol levels rising is a good thing. It wakes you up. But then what you want to time it with is your adenosine levels rising, which happens about an hour and a half to um, two hours later. When your adenosine levels, that's what makes you feel sleepy. That's when you want to have the caffeine so you're not crashing at the same time as your adenosine levels are rising. So if you can try experiment with taking it 90 minutes to 100. 20 minutes after you wake up, you might get a little bit more bang for your butt, from, or a lot more bang for your butt from the caffeine.
2: Yeah, no, I, I love the smell of coffee, but <laughs> never been never been into well, it. Well, if, yeah, if jitters, if uh, jitters
1: are one of the things that happen from uh, caffeine, what you, I mean, you've probably already made your decision about it, but uh, if you take caffeine with L-theanine, it's supposed to take away the jittery effect of caffeine, so you get all the good uh, alertness. Um,
0: part of it without the jitters of it Mm all right so me personally i lean more heavily towards like a nootropic type pre-workout than like a stimulant type pre-workout i don't like feeling like zinged out before i work out and like shaky and itchy like taking a ton of beta alanine a lot of caffeine all that stuff i i more prefer something that gets my mind very focused on the task that I'm. to I weirdly to do. like the it. itchiness. I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's working. My
1: eyeballs. <laughs> are.
2: I'm so strong. But that's a good point, though. You need to figure out what. What do you really need before your workout? Is it just like a little, you know, mental slap in the face to wake up, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe caffeine is a good tool for that, or is it, um, you know, you you want something that's going to help your blood flow and yeah, and that I, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, vacillators. Yeah.
0: Um, what What do you take for for your pre workout? Uh, I take a, a product called Bull Nox. Bull yeah. And it's the reason I I like it. It doesn't have a ton of caffeine. It's got it probably like 150 milligrams, which yeah. is like a, a strong cup of coffee. Um, but then it has a lot of, uh, like I said, the nootropics. So there's things like Maca Root, uh, yeah. GABA. Which these are all like um, support neurotransmitters that help you your brain focus better, right? Right. So it's not just like I get energized and like my muscles work better, which like that is part of it, but it gets my head in the game in a way where I can kind of, I don't, I've trained without it quite often too, but when I do take it after, like I said, that work day, I can kind of detach from anything that has been going on throughout the day and it just gets me into the zone to work out and to really focus on, you know, chasing the stimulus, getting my technique down, making sure that I'm fully engaged in what I'm doing. Um, and that's why I like it. it also has uh, some herbal testosterone support things like tribulus. It has a lot of zinc. The,
1: the IGF, the deer velvet.
0: Uh there's none of that in there. Oh, I
1: thought that was in there. Yeah, yeah that's in up, I What is it? <laughs> the the gut? Oh, belt,
0: the... I thought you said butt gut. <laughs> no, not butt gut. I bad. was like, yeah, I never tried that one.
1: <laughs> there's the velvet deer velvet that's in that. Yeah,
2: I've, I have taken just ground up your antler before yeah. and i don't know well, did anything you about
0: the stats, oh, yeah. so you do a uh, guy down the street or yeah. what was it the wrong
2: yeah,
0: yeah called, had, called like,
2: r- t- do you have like rare ground up panda too or like <laughs> <black> <laughs> rhino yeah. but no it's, it's called, it was yeah we were that was called tim tam and uh we kind of carried it off and on but um i did notice like just joints feeling a little bit better with that and yeah a little more I, I, my you stuff. turned
0: me on to that and i tried it for a while and you notice know the difference, too? I know, again, is it placebo? Is it legit? I wasn't in a lab, so I'm not sure. But
1: Without my, question.
0: Placebo. My joints yeah. felt... They, they usually feel pretty good, but I remember a noticeable difference in the recovery the next day. Yeah. Like, if I did 100 pull-ups the next day, I might have, like, a little bit of creakiness in some of those, like, upper body joints. Yeah. I'd be like, I didn't do anything.
1: It's you an know? important skill to develop to notice that difference, mm-hmm.
0: too. And I, I, I make notes of stuff, too. Like, I'll be very aware of if I'm taking something new or trying something, I'll kind of experiment and take down like, all right, today I felt X, Y, Z. Yeah. You know, and see how see how it works for you because every person's body is going to respond differently to things. Right. 100%. Yeah. But I, I everyone can
2: and And that's kind of why the supplement industry is so shady too because they can take advantage of, you know, the placebo effect. They can take advantage of marketing and playing to people's you know right. hopes and dreams it's so unregulated yeah there doesn't they have
0: to be yeah the, the fda yeah. is not in most yeah. supplements the fda has nothing to do with them so yeah. you can like we could start a supplement company and buy yeah. sugar and sell it as pre well, want <laughs> and to. You like there's been anything. cases
1: of like GNC not to scare people off gnc some of like the most effective potents quotation marks potent uh, uh, pre-workouts but not having like trace amounts of methamphetamines and
0: too. Like Jack yeah. 3D, yeah, like the old school
1: Jack 3D, like oh, yeah. back in the day. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, and like what? it works; it actually works. <laughs> like, yeah, been well, up for three days.
2: <laughs> they've also found that what they'll do is, like, say the it's released. You know, in the first six months, they put like high quality yeah, ingredients in it, and right, then after yeah. that, they, yeah, they change a backup, it up I
0: think brand is super important. Like, I yeah, I definitely. I find the ones that I trust and that I, I research, and they're trusted by the community, of, right. you know, fitness community, and don't have any bad press. And I also experiment with them personally and take notes and be like, all right, this one seems to really do the trick, and it's cost efficient for me. You know, I'm right. not going to go and spend two hundred dollars on the highest quality protein powder when I can get a scent here at the yeah. gym for forty bucks, and it's clean yeah. and it's right. sustainable. Well,
1: not to ride SF, I mean SFH is something that I've I've used well for forever. Even came to New England. But I think that's my favorite all-around brand as far as trusting the brand.
2: Yeah, they have like independent testing and stuff, which is that's kind of what turned me onto it in the beginning. And they're yep. they're right out of Maine, and I, I mean we've carried them right from the beginning. But um but yeah, they're they're pretty good all around. Transparent and they're yeah. labeling. They've got grass fed leg,
1: which I think it's yeah. a big difference as far as your absorption of it.
2: Yeah. So I think yeah, I think brand is is definitely key and just be wary of supplements that are you know new and super expensive and make outrageous claims because yeah. those are usually the crappy ones like right before we hit record we were talking about all the different creatines and how you know there's these new fancy creatines that are 70 bucks for you know a month supply yeah. and it's it's the same thing they just add like they
1: put a goofy name on it right they it or something else
2: yeah and so just you know stick to the Proven, uh, researched yeah. supplements
0: because there's so much crap out there. Yeah. It, is, it is
1: a good supplement. You don't have to be the one to be the
0: be the, the pig, you know, yeah. yeah, time will tell what works right. and what doesn't work. And that's again, I'll bring it back to like, I know that. Well, maybe I shouldn't make this assumption, but I assume that Matt Fraser isn't going to put something in his body that isn't worth putting in his body.
1: Well, plus, he. If he does, and he might end up popping on a test. Yeah, because
0: he's being tested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But so I'm like, all right. Well, he's, you know, he says beta alanine is one of the things that should be in a pre workout because it's going to help your body buffer lactate. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try that out and see how that feels. Get all tingly. Right. He famously once said, "Beta alanine gives you a third lung."
1: Right, and I remember and that. And
0: he takes. He takes. Uh, like a test somebody posted like the test. the week after he said that on a podcast. Yeah. Like beta alanine oh, sales. Beta <laughs> beta <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm like 000, 000 <laughs> yeah. so I'm right. a million dollar industry. fully invested in beta alanine. Company. Yeah.
2: yeah, there's definitely something to the placebo things. Like if if you hear something like that and then you take it and you're gonna be like, oh, this is awesome, but it's kind yeah. of the same thing as if you put on new socks or new shoes. Right. You know, you're like. Right. Just feel good that day. Yeah. And that maybe that's worth the improves your mentality yeah, anyway. <laughs> and i to perform better, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, if it works for you then then go for it to a, yeah. a certain extent.
1: I right, mean the other low hanging fruit I would say would be worth doing is if you're not already, then I think it's worth having a post workout um some type of whey protein. Mm-hmm. Some type of deal going on there too, perhaps with some like uh, fast uh like gas matrix, carbohydrates to absorb yeah. as well.
0: I do fruit, but yeah. fruit I know a lot of people who use like carb, land, carb powder. Yeah, stuff like that. we going got like mango, yeah. I know
1: you have dates. I like dates the day day. Yeah. I love dates now.
0: Yeah, I mean like
2: a banana and a whey protein shake right after your workout. Right. And I do that every single day, every like single. religion. Yeah.
1: yeah, And I figure, I mean, I that workout was hard enough. I wanted, if there's a possibility of getting more out of it than not, then why not? It seems easy enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, to detach from this whole, so like I can imagine being somebody listening to this, who's not on any supplementation and like being like, Oh my God, all this, I'm missing out all this stuff. Like it seems like because it's the topic of conversation, it's like this big, important piece of your fitness. Really. It's the cherry on the top of the cake, Right. right? It's all the cake is your lifestyle, your sleep, your consistency. Um, you actually doing things well and showing up here regularly. Um, what you're eating obviously is a big piece of that, uh, how much you're eating. And then to optimize, we can add supplementation. Yeah. But that's not gonna make it's or break. It's not a cornerstone. It's yeah. not a cornerstone, right? But it is, I think, especially for athletes who ask a lot of their body, it is something worth investing in. Yeah,
1: and for me, mentioning sleep, if I could wave a magic wand and fix anything, it would be supplements. Wouldn't even be working out to be my sleep. So having your day planned around sleeping well is going to make everything else come along much, much faster. Like one of the things that it plays one of the most critical roles is, and I believe we talked about this too, is your light discipline. So, what I mean by that is, if you can, this has been proven to have profound effect, is that within 30 minutes to an hour of waking up, going outside, actually outside, not near a window, because that filters out a lot of the actual sunlight, but going outside in the sun. And staying there for, doesn't have to be an extraordinarily long time, but like 10 minutes up, outside in the, whatever backyard you have, whatever the porch, whatever. Being outside in that plays a big role in, one, waking you up for the day, but also rebounding yourself for sleeping well at night. Then also, same thing with sunset. If you could squeak out 10 minutes at sunset, 10-15 minutes, that plays a, a really big role. And in, in jump starting your process for falling asleep, melatonin raising all the chemicals like serotonin and uh, everything else good that comes along with getting you in the pocket for sleep. to And making sure that once you are, once you do do that, you're trying to like dim the lights in the house, trying to stay away from those little addictive monsters that we hold in hand all the time, trying to stay away from any type of artificial light screens, all the things that most of us as modern humans are just plagued with all the time. But if you can cut down on that addiction, it's going to make a, a big difference in just your mental and physical well-being.
0: I think a, a whole episode in itself we could devote to sleep yeah. sleep hygiene, You know, maybe get into like restorative repair of the muscle and yeah. you know why it's important and that type of stuff.
2: Yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's, uh, that's it. It covers a lot of the bases. I yeah.
1: wish we had another hour.
2: We could we had make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you? You're coaching it here. I don't know. Maybe, uh, have anybody taken any, any, have any, has, have you guys wasted any money on stupid supplements? Oh yeah. People I was out <laughs> of it. Goofy, <laughs> <laughs> goofy, like pre-work
1: back in the day. It used to be a, I mean, the only time I'd ever puked in a workout, and I, it was one work. It was, uh, barber. So I've puked twice, twice, maybe three times. Um, and it was back when like the experimental was around oh, I
2: remember and like, no explode, yeah, yeah, kind of like Jack
1: 3D, except yeah. for no, So it was no. the one that was just like pure stamina. And um, it was so it's 20 push ups. It's this workout 20 push ups, 20 pull ups, 30 push ups, 40 situps, ups, 50 squats, rest three minutes, and you do that five times. So I, I've literally never puked except for the three times I've done uh, that workout with no explosion. <laughs>
2: Why did you do it
1: three times? I don't know. Not, okay, that was the <laughs> I just Next make sure that, I mean, that was is legit. That was years ago. I mean, I did pretty good, but yeah. because um. you can go really hard at that mm-hmm. without stopping, I think. It's just like that. It's like a three-minute ordeal. Yeah, Three minutes, rest three minutes. it's just, I think it's a recipe for
0: nauseousness. Speaking of NO Explode, I feel like I might have told this on the older episodes of the podcast. I was in high school. I was like 15. It was right when I started working out. And uh, a buddy of mine bought two tubs of NL Explode and wanted to sell me one. Yeah. And he's like, meet me at the locker room. Oh, yeah, the drug deal. Biology (laughs) class. And I, like, went over and he he was like, unzip your bag. And he just slipped it in so nobody could see. (laughs) And I, like, didn't – I never showed my parents. They
1: thought creatine was, like, a steroid? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I
0: had it, like, in my dresser, like, under my underwear. (laughs) Like, take a scoop before (laughs) I go to the gym. Cut
1: out a page in, like, a part of a book and put it in. Okay. (laughs)
0: I just didn't know I, I was like yeah this is it's cre- is there creatine in here <laughs> yeah I
1: remember those days
0: yeah good old days The
1: wild West.
0: pre well it wasn't really pre-internet it was like before there was any legit it data. was just
1: pretty much 99% bro science.
0: there was no data <laughs> yeah dude yeah kind of missed those
1: days in a way
0: yeah more exciting yeah it was
2: all right <laughs> like, yeah I think we covered a lot yeah Do you um, have questions Ask. Ask any of the coaches.
0: Yeah, I'm sure the other coaches have. You know, they might be taking something slightly different than us, or yeah. I, I'm assuming most of them are on the same basic. You know, the fish oil, I vitamin D, yeah. multi whole food multivitamin or green supplement, and you know that covers like almost everything. You need creatine. Yeah, and That's that. It'd be overwhelming, but but it's good to I mean, figure out what works for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Experimentation with any of this stuff is, I think, the best bang for your buck. Yeah. Alright, yeah. we'll see you guys next see episode.